Hey guys, this is another segment of Talking About Talking with Billy. Today we're going to be talking to a fabulous woman. Um, she's my cousin, and she is just killing it in her life. So we're just going to talk about um, different things, ask her some questions, um, and just see her perspective as a woman in the world. Without further ado, Jennifer Higgins is my first guest on Talking About Talking that will air this Saturday, 7 p.m. with Spotify and Anchor FM. So, hey, cousin, what is going on? Hello, cousin. Oh, not much, you know, just taking a nice little break from, uh, you know, the the working world at this moment to, uh, you know, partake in this little adventure with you, which I'm super excited about and nervous. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I mean, you and I have been talking for so long that I I feel like I'll just ease right into it like a like a warm bath. (laughs) That's right. Yep. Just be yourself. Um, Safe place. Um, This is something I've been wanting to do for a long, long time is uh, do a podcast or something to the to that effect. And and with our our little uh, world we live in now today we can do things that we've always wanted to do with ease right right yeah so where so, where would you like to begin <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's just jump right into it so this segment is um, focusing on women focusing on um women that make careers and uh around their life and being mothers and things like that so my first question to you is how did you navigate as a woman working and being a mom, a wife, a daughter, etc. Like all the things that come with being a woman. How how did you did you navigate those things? Well, very interestingly enough, um, because honestly, you can. One thing I've learned in my forty five years on this earth is you can you can plan all the live long day, but sometimes. Uh, your paths take you in directions that you never you never uh, expected them to. Uh, for example, you know, I started working um, pretty young. I was going to college at 19. I was a mother at that point. Uh, gave gave birth to my my first of two children. Uh, pretty young. Went to college. Became a single parent. So gave up college to start working and by accident landed in what I would consider my first professional job as a receptionist with a wonderful CPA firm in Juneau, Alaska, um, as a seasonal job and just basically, you know, learning things as I go and, um, you know, just, you know, keeping, keeping my integrity and my work ethic, you know, uh, at, at the forefront. So people that I worked for, you know, um, learned to trust me and trust what I was doing. Uh, and as you know, so for since 2009, I've been in the oil and gas industry, which at this point I'm like, I'm ready to exit. I don't feel comfortable. This is a, a volatile market and I don't feel comfortable saying, yeah, I'm going to retire doing this. Um, but what's what I find very fascinating is uh, in my one and only marriage that I've had, uh, my husband at the time did spent most of his career in the the oil and gas field you know on the uh servicing side and um i continued my my uh careers in you know monday through friday eight to five jobs so balancing 
you know, uh, family, you know, I, at that point I had two children, um, and a marriage where my husband, my spouse was gone for more often, at least, you know, 75% of the time home for 25% of that time managing a house. And it was not easy because, you know, a lot of the times when, you know, you are in a marriage like that, you are, you adjust to being a single parent because you are the only one there that can handle things. Oh, family related as well as you know take, taking care of your obligations to your job which at that time you know um it's not always been looked upon favorably when you know you got to call out because your kid is sick and they can't be home by themselves because they're too young so when my marriage ended i by chance landed a career in that same industry uh being away for half the time for my children and having to rely on family uh to you know step up and assist in the rearing of my children even in 20 you know the 2000s it's not a joke it takes a village and that's exactly what it took to get my kids to adulthood so um you know on one hand i was blessed because when i was home i was a full-time parent when i was gone i was a full-time worker and you can only do so much over the phone but i'm i'm lucky to say that through the trials and tribulations you know, uh, my children reached adulthood. They're very productive and hardworking adults themselves. And most importantly, they're happy and they're healthy, which at the end of the day, any parent, mother wants for their kid. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I, if I answered your question directly, but, but in my experience, <laughs> no, no. that's, that's basically what I have encountered. Uh, without giving getting into too many nitty-gritty details behind it. Oh, yeah. No, no, totally. That was perfect. Yeah, you know, in our society, I think that people don't realize, well, maybe they do realize now because of all the social media, but, you know, back in the day when we were growing up, you know, our moms did these things. You know, they, they worked, they cooked dinner, they cleaned the house, they did laundry, they, you know, did all these things. And, and we didn't know those things because we were kids, you know, we don't, I didn't notice that stuff. I mean, my mom didn't work, you know, she was, she had hand, uh, handicap issues and things like that, but sure. she's still, right. you know, she still did a lot. Um, right. That now as an adult, I realized that, you know, that it was put on her shoulders and things like that. So yeah, no, that question was answered perfectly. So awesome. that segues that segues us to the next question, and you kind of already touched on it. Um, sure. So, are you where you saw yourself to be about five years ago? Like, did you have you did you have a plan? Did you think about it? Like, you know, some people do, some people don't, and it's okay if you didn't. But you kind of touched on that, saying that you kind of want to move away from the career path that you're on now. So, just take that away. There's the question. So, yeah, to answer, you know, I had to think really long and hard about this because, um, you know, because in the last five years, so much, so many things have changed and I've experienced sure. so much, you know, five years ago, I had no idea, you know, I had no idea what was going on. I was just, you know, doing the day to day uh, at that point, you know, my, my oldest, my son was uh, 21 years old um, and he was doing okay uh, for the most part, but he was still trying to figure out his path. And my daughter was, you know, 16. So it was, you know, getting her to to graduation. And of course, that was done in an unconventional uh, means as well, because she turned 18, moved out to her dad's after getting a job offer. It, it's just, it, it, and then you, she still graduated, but 
But as far as my life, you know, five years ago, I was still focused on, you know, motherhood with my with my youngest, with with my daughter Natasia, because, you know, she was still a teenager. So um, my slope career had come to an end, but my but my career, you know, in oil and gas had remained. So um, that that was going on. Uh, you know, I met, um, you know, I met uh, who I still consider the love of my life. Um, during that time, I and the one person I thought, wow, this is this is going to be the man I marry and spend the rest of my life with, which, of course, as you know, that came to a, a surprising end. Um, right. So so five years ago, I had no idea what was going on. All I knew was I had to, you know, you know, adjust to to the job situation with no longer being rotational and away from my family to, you know, keeping a job on a lower wage. How am I going to make it with my my daughter and myself? Because at that time, you know, it became what was, you know, a family unit to a larger family unit to me being gone half the time to now it's just me and my teenage daughter um, on the day to day and just making it work to, you know, me handling, you know, her, the, you know, the last couple of years of her high school days and, and continuing with, you know, just plugging along and, and keeping afloat with, you know, with the industry at hand and what I've got going on with my job. So, uh, no, I've stopped. That was the one, you know, when I, again, (laughs) I hit 40 and I'm like, you know, I can't make, like, I can make these, these plans, like, you know, um, you know, as far as like budgetary raising, you know, budgetary I- items. But other than that, no, there is no plans. You know, um, I bought my my first home on my own last year. I certainly didn't have that in the cards. I didn't know I was going to be doing that on my own. That's a terrifying thought. And you know, uh, where I am with my job now, you know, I'm actually like my my work ethic is taking me somewhere. Uh, where I'm actually in charge of other people, which I find laughable at most because, you know, I just, I'm the doer. I'm not the delegator. So that's something I've had to, you know, um, learn how to navigate through. But, but no, I I mean, I think I have a plan for where I want to be by the end of this year, (laughs) you know, and, and that is, you know, kind of, uh, going somewhere where I can continue to grow and continue to uh, mentor and be mentored, um, and and put my my skill set toward the service of others, you know, in my community. That's really that's really where I want to go. As liberal as that may sound. Nice. Well, I mean, I think that you know that question is really hard because uh, I you don't know, right? Even though you can plan it down to the you know the last brick, but life. We, we have to meet life on life's terms. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. I just wanted to throw that question in there just because I wanted to, to hear your perspective. But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you definitely, you know, you hit the nail on the head. Like you plan everything, you know, you want what you want or whatever. Uh, but, you know, being a mother, a woman, again, you know, you have to dodge and weave and you have to replan and make a backup plan for the backup plan. So, definitely again a great answer totally hitting all the all the uh, nails on the head so so number three um how do you take time for yourself doing all these things and have done all these things and still you know being there for your son and your daughter and your parents and me and other people how do how does jennifer take time and just close that out and just do your own uh, mental health uh, moments 
So that's always a really challenging one because I think for most people, um, you know, and I, and I would love to say this is specifically geared for women, but I feel like uh, some men who who have the the caregiver trait, you know, like we need to keep ourselves accessible for others. Um, we tend to put what what we need to do to unwind and and de-stress on the back burner because again. Our, our our mindset is we need to keep ourselves open to those who need us, right? And I feel that al- along the way, some people will uh, experience like, well, I'm always there for you, but when are you ever there for, for me, right? So right. you have... You, in this world, you have your givers and your takers, then you have those who are in between. You know, I think people like you and, and I, you know, we're givers. Like we, it brings us joy to to give and, bring, you know, whether, I and mean, I'm not talking about like material things, but like our time, our energy, you know, a shoulder, our ear, what have you. Um, you know, we, we tend to give those, uh, you know, without, by default, we don't, it's, it's just our natural instinct. And then at the end of the day, like we end up being drained and, and, we just can't find the time to do things for ourselves to, you know, to, to you know, refresh the clock or, or the batteries and what have you. Um, so until, you know, finally, sometimes in life, which I have come to learn, you need to make, you need to recognize that and you be like, you know, I can't be there for others if I don't take care of myself at some point, right? Um, so, uh, yeah. a, a, a wonderful example I can give you is, you know, you know, I'm, you know, uh, since COVID shutdown, which I think changed the lives of, I mean, most of the world, right? Anybody right, who's right. paying attention, you know, um, I began working from home and what happens, what happens with some people when they start working from home? Well, one of two things happens, right? Either A, they work too much because <laughs> they can't, they're just like, oh my God, like I have all these things to do and you know, if I'm not doing it, then they're going to wonder what I'm doing, you know, working from home. Like, so you want to, you want to continue maintaining that trust between, you know, um, employee and employer or two, they don't care and they were going to do whatever they, they're going to do. And they just kind of slide by the minimum. <laughs> right. Right. So since COVID there had been, I had been, you know, case in point a, I was working way too much. Because I'm like, oh, there's always that thing, and and keeping my workspace in front of me, where I can't, I can't walk away from it. So it's like it's there, it's nagging me. Like, you know, you have this to do. If you just do it right now, then it'll make your life easier for tomorrow or next week or what have you. And I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but so people that do that do those things that they they overextend themselves, right? Like they they have that naggy feeling, like like uh, they have to get to this stuff. That what they're doing for self care <laughs> is like. It's not even, it's not even a thought. So after the shutdown, after the move, and after all the things that have transpired, I didn't properly pamper myself until the day before your wedding. Oh gosh. That's two years, almost two years since shutdown. That I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be flying in from Alaska to Phoenix, making the drive to Vegas. I'm like, I'm gonna be exhausted and I'm gonna be, you know, like, being old and going on a long road trip after flying for five hour, half hours overnight. So, and I, and I knew that I was gonna, I'm like, well, shoot, I'm gonna be in Vegas. Let's see what spas they have. Maybe I can treat myself to a little massage. And then the next day, the day of your wedding, I treated myself to a facial. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I felt so much better that I'm like, I need to make that a recurring thing. You know, like 
and and I've already done that. Like I've already had, you know, a nice little massage, you know, just last week because I'm like, you know, starting to feel a little sore. I just need to kind of unwind with the, you know, things that have transpired at home and, you know, with work. I like, I just, you need to take that time. Other than that, like the only things I've really done on a regular basis and here comes, here comes the nerdy cousin of yours. Um, you know, <laughs> to unwind, I play video games. I read. I, I indulge in Star Wars marathon binges and uh, Marvel movies, you know. But other than that, like, there's, I, I, I think the one thing that really brings me solace and peace is just being in my own space with my own thoughts. Where I'm not being... Uh, clamored with the outside world or outside influences of you know um, what they need and what they think it's like sometimes you just need that space to yourself and and I I feel fortunate that I have that you know um, I love it, it allows me that when I do spend time with my with my family and my friends they're getting the best quality of me you know, and, and I am a firm believer that quality over quantity is always the most important thing when it comes to yourself and your relationships with, with family and friends. Right, right. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I totally agree about that. And you just have to, you know, it's not scheduled um, the time that you take for yourself. It's just whenever that you feel that, like you said, your battery needs to be recharged or, you know, your brain needs to be cleared and and, and uh, reset. So, yeah, however that looks to you. Um, I know for me, I'm a person that likes to watch my shows. You know, when my husband goes yes. to bed, the house is dark. I'm watching my shows. And, yeah, it's late into the night, but that's where I get my little recharge. You know what I mean? And then I can go to bed and yes. start the day the next day. So, for everybody, it's different. So for some people, it's massages. For some people, it's walks, you know, in the park, you know, whatever it is, bat bubble uh, bubble baths or whatever. So right. yeah, so I like that perspective, and I like um, everything that you are saying about that. So that brings us to our question number four. So this one's kind of a hard one, um, but I think it's important for people to 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 hear different uh, perspectives. Um, and I think your perspective on stuff is really good. Um, what do you like? the most about yourself right now that is the hardest question because one thing that I really like about myself is also something that I feel uh hinders a lot in my life um I love my independence I love that I am comfortable in my own space by myself because you know all too often and and I I would say this, you know, growing up, I knew this primarily with women, but I've also noticed in my adult life that I see this, this quality with men too. Um, they can't handle being by themselves. They are not comfortable in their own skin with their own thoughts and their own space. They need that distraction from other people, right? Right. And to me, it's like if you cannot be comfortable and content and happy and not in love, but loving yourself on your own, how in the world are you going to actually have a meaningful, fulfilling relationship with somebody else? Because you are you are um, essentially and my, you know, my marriage was like this. My, I had to behave and and act a certain way in order to keep my husband happy and I'm like 
at the time I thought that was normal. It wasn't until later on where I'm like, that's not normal. Like you should love somebody regardless, right? Not what they do for you. Like you are not responsible for, you know, their happiness. You have to be happy within with yourself. Right. So that being said, it's all that that quality of mine is like I feel like I've taken especially again with the shutdown and the and you know my last relationship which ended you know two and a half years ago um trying to you know dip my toe in the dating pool I find that men my age or younger or older I'm tired of being alone I don't want to be alone anymore Man, if it bothers you that much, you can just stay. You can you need to find somebody else because I'm not going to be there to be your entertainment monkey. I'm not there to provide you, you know, to be your sole source of happiness. Like, so, so it's kind of a double-edged sword, which, you know, like, and I don't, I, when I say that I don't like it about myself, I feel like if somebody comes at me that way, I, you know, or not comes at me that way, but if they, if they give me that description, I'm going to be like, oh, stop right there, buddy. Because <laughs> I need somebody that has a life. I need somebody that is happy with themselves before they, before, you know, I, um, uh, not encourage, but before I entertain, you know, um, spending time or, you know, investing time and energy with you. Because if this is what you're looking for right out of the gate, I, you know, we're, I'm 45. I'm not wasting my time. <laughs> I'm not wasting my time and trying to change somebody. And be like, you need to be comfortable with yourself, and then and then learn to you know fall in love with me and what have you. Like, I think so. I think that in itself is you know um, it, it's it's complicated because it is one part of myself that I love, and those who love me and know me um, are accepting of that without any any you know uh, derogatory. Um, connotations with it so uh so yeah that that's gonna be that <laughs> that's that's my my complicated answer to that semi-complicated <laughs> question yeah no no like i said you're still answering I, I just love it so you would say that the thing that you like about yourself is your independence now how do you navigate that like how do you navigate you know at 10 o'clock at night you're sitting there watching tv or whatever and you just have your pup there and the mm -hmm. house is quiet mm -hmm. you know what i mean like how like does that bring you and this could be a multiple uh multiple answer question or sure. multiple yeah multiple answer question so sure. does that bring you joy does that bring you um you know where you're sitting here going okay i can be comfortable in my skin in my own with my own self or do you sometimes feel like, damn, I wish I, you know, had a partner or whatever? Um, yes, because at the end of the day, um, I love, you know what I mean? It, it is probably, I think, one of my, what, one of the few amazing qualities I have is I, I love so deeply um, that it's hard sometimes not having my person next to me. Right. Um, but I feel that I love my peace and serenity more because if there's anything I have learned about love is love. Uh, the types of love that I have found with one exception is the chaos that comes with it. And 
so often we get used to the chaos. I've, I've met many, many men and women that if they don't have chaos in their life, it, they feel like there's something going wrong. They, they feel like there's something wrong. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, a lot of times I am, I'm, you know, I'm with my dog, I'm with my dog or my son's dog or, you know, my pseudo brother's dog because they're traveling for work. Um, and I'm, you know, cuddled up on, on the couch, you know, with some music going in the background and, you know, wrapped up in a, in a little blanket reading, you know, reading a book or, or, you know, uh, you know, watching something on TV and yeah, sometimes it does get lonely, but, uh, but I'm not willing to sacrifice my, my peace, um, for somebody who is not gonna, who is not gonna, you know, um, not bring chaos into my life, but actually, you know, add to the joy, you know, cause that's because really, I think that's what it's about is, and, and it's really hard because, um, for me relationship wise, when you've had that partner that added joy to your life and not brought chaos with it, it's really hard to settle and to find that in, you know, somewhere else. So I'm like, you know, I'm not going to waste my time trying to look for it. I feel like if it's going to happen, I want it to happen organically, you know? Right. So, right. and I think, I think that's a very important part because like on the, you know, on a dating aspect or getting to, even getting to know someone aspect, you have to realize, I think pretty early on that if that person's going to bring something to lift your life or not right because that's like the right. whole thing you need someone right. in your life to that's going to add to it not take away from it so exactly. in that aspect you know definitely you would be better off you know just chilling on the couch for a little bit um but yeah no that's totally totally uh understandable um i think that everyone needs to take time you know out and that's why i asked these questions the way I did um, because everyone needs that I don't think people realize that they need to slow down and just take time for themselves no matter what it is working out uh, walking sitting on the couch reading a book you know writing a book right. whatever they do you know whatever they need to do yes no abso you know? absolutely yes yeah. I, I completely I, get it yeah I totally I totally think that you know this day and age with COVID and all the other diseases and the wars and all the things that go on in the world um you know not to mention the hate and the crime and all those things we just right. all need you know we're all trying to live the best life we can really um for the most part and I think that like you said if you leave with love if you leave with understanding if you care about other people and those people start caring about uh, you know people like us that want to give I think the world will be, you know, 10, 10 times better than it is now. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You know, um, I think back to, you know, times, you know, prior to, to how, you know, to, to our existence. And it's like, you know, you had your, you know, you had your community. It was, you know, family, community, your faith, um, you know, and I feel that when we actually cared about our neighbor, our country was in a much better place, a much better place, but we haven't been there for so long, you know? Right, um, right. And it is really hard, you know, because, you know, really how I feel and how I, what I observe this day and age is, you know, um, 
you know, my grandmother um, on my mom's side was, you know, she was all about equality. You know, she was a nurse in the Navy um, and uh, she spent her entire life caring for others, you know, um, and she never took, you know, she never took time for herself. And and at the end, she, you know, it, it showed like she suffered because of it. Um, but, uh, you know, we we. The the women in my family have always been such hard you know, workers and, you know, in, in the working industry, but, but also, you know, there for their kids, you know, um, and trying to, you know, bring them up, you know, in, in the, you know, the right way and, and do what they thought was best for their family. And I feel like, you know, like looking at my daughter who, you know, just turned 21, you know, uh, the end of last year, you know, she, you know, both her and my son, you know, they, they're not looking to start families anytime soon. You know, and and based off of my experience um, with work and with my relationships, you know, Natasha is very cautious. You know, she does not jump in anything. You know, she's been seeing somebody now for a good while, yet she refuses to put a label and be like, I'm in a relationship because, you know, that with that comes obligations that I'm not prepared to give because I want my life to go in a certain direction and not be tied down with the responsibilities of a relationship and, and all the things that come from it, i.e. marriage, right. children, etc. Um, and on one hand, while it's like, you know, I don't, I don't want my daughter to have this, uh, you know, this, um, idea that to love is to sacrifice, you know, it's not, that's not how it's supposed to be. Yes, we do sacrifice things that for people that we love, but it's supposed to be a joint effort, right? Like, um, and I also hope that, you know, in her lifetime, you know, this whole, um, God, it's going to sound so sexist. And I'm really, just so you know, I'm not, I'm, I am, I am a feminist because I feel that roles between men and women should be equal. They should be shared. No one uh, gender or, you know, partner in a relationship should carry more burden than the other, right? The burdens are to be shared in an equal manner, just, just like the joys. But it seems to me that, you know, in my marriage and in my relationships, you know, I feel that uh, women, we have to we have to do more. We totally have to do more. You know, we're expected to you know raise the family. We're expected to earn our keep. You know, financially provide, just like a man. But yet we, but yet it doesn't it doesn't ever stop there. You know, like we continue to have to give and give and give. And in this society, it feels like when when a man, like for example, paternity leave. You know, paternity leave is a joke. You know, they're like, well, why does a man have to take paternity leave? You know, I mean, like, that's the woman's job is to take care of the baby. And and those, you know, these gender gender roles are just, they're so, they're so messed up, cousin. <laughs> oh, yeah, so no, I totally We and, could have a whole other feel, segment on that. Oh, for, for real. <laughs> but, but, you know, so in in this, in my, my final spew of, of how this woman sees it, It's like, you know, our society really needs to catch up because there are men and women, you know, both in, in, you know, uh, heterosexual relationships and, and, and same sex relationships. Like, you know, um, there needs to be an equality, a a balance between, between, you know, what we bring to our relationships as well as to our society. And I feel like we are, we keep inching closer, but we're not there yet. And I'm like, if it doesn't happen in my children's generation, hopefully it will happen, you know, 
you know, in my grand, you know, any grandchildren I ha- may or may not have. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just like, you know, we're trying to get there, but by God, there, there are forces in our way that, that, you know, um, I just hope the next generation is smart enough how to figure out how to get them out. That's, that's right. all I'm going to say about that. No, so, no, that's totally, that's totally true. And as I'm sitting here listening to you, I'm just thinking, you know, I, I just want to say that, you know, everything you've said today is, it resonates with me and I totally get it. And I wish that although I respect family and the male and female relationship and dynamic and roles and things like that you know you also do have to have room and i think that's the biggest thing i'll i'll jump off my point here for a second i think that's the biggest thing is roles and things that shouldn't should not be done in in life and in relationships i think that as a society we were so programmed you know in the in the days before even we were born you know, our parents and our parents' parents was even worse than it is now. Now, like you said, we're inching a little bit more, you know, the envelopes opening a little bit more. Um, But we still have people and society telling us that, you know, X, Y, and Z, and you have to walk this way and you sit this way, you know what I mean? And that shouldn't be the case. I mean, as long as you're not hurting anybody, I don't give a doggone what you do. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yes. Or hurting, yes. you know, a child or something, of course, like that. No, of um, course. Absolutely. But yeah, as far as women go, um, women in the world, and I have tons of women in my life, uh, as you know, and of course you're one of them. Um, I've always looked up to women. Like I grew up with a whole house full of women. Um, right. You know, and so... In every every aspect of a woman, right? So my grandmother, my mom, uh, my aunts, cousins, you know, and I just see how everyone navigates their life, and it's just astounding. Like you said, you, women have women are kind of like Hercules of the world. There's more women in the world than there is men. That's a fact. Um, yeah. And women can bear children. You know, men they get a paper cut and they're freaking out. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know, us it's, men it's actually, are crazy. You know, I will say, um, and you know, I mean, you and I have a very uh, interesting, I, I, a very interesting relationship. I love our relationship, and if there was anything that I could change, um, it it would be that we actually grew up together because you know, uh, the the women, the the Higgins women are by far a force to be reckoned with. And, you know, that being said, I could not be prouder of the family that I was raised with because um, I am definitely a Higgins through and through from my stubbornness to, you know, the caring, the caring about my family. Um, And I just, you know, my father raised me a Higgins never quits. And you know, here I am, yeah. forty-five years, forty-five years in life, and that is true. That is true. Um, you know, that being said, you know there are cases where I have learned the hard lesson that it's time to walk away, like because you know, we're, otherwise we're going to go crazy, and and there's going to be some major fallout. You know, that that uh, is is bound to happen. But um, right, right, and I don't think walking away necessarily is. Uh should be looked at as a defeat i think you know 
if you walk away from a situation, the marriage or, you know, whatever, um, I think that it should be looked upon as a strength because then you realize, right? I think that women, a lot of women still to this day, uh, they don't realize when they need to just walk away and preserve their own mental um, status or their own physical status or, you know, whatever right. is going on in their lives. So that's, well, and I you think know, that's a good point. And, you know, touching on that, let's not forget that, you know, we still are in a society where women stay because how are they going to live if they don't? Right. You know what I mean? Um, you know, one thing just, you know, just circling back and I, and I don't know if this is still, if this is still a, a, a deal, but, um, you know, when I became a single parent and I'm, and I was trying to, you know, um, if, 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 uh, figure out how, how can I continue my schooling? Um, you know, the, the, there was this, this, deal that came out called um the job training partnership act that really was geared for single parents not just women but single parents like hey we're going to you know set aside funds right our government set aside funds so we could better ourselves so we could become part of the working class so we could become you know financially independent but but in a lot of cases you know women stay because they don't have that you know beyond high school um, or, you know, and I'm not even talking like just college, but they don't have like, um, skills that, that a, a work environment is going to be like, oh yeah, bring that here. And let's, let's, you know, invest in you, our time and, and training and so on and so forth. It's just like, it, and it's really sad. I mean, because, you know, you know, over in European countries, we don't hear about that, you know, um, you know, they have social programs designed to alleviate a lot of the problems that the United States is still facing right now. Right, right. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the biggest thing. I think we should start looking at our, you know, our sister countries and things like that of, of how they do things. Because even though we're the greatest world, you know, the greatest nation in the world or whatever, there's still so much oppression. And touching on what you were saying, there are way more women that are working and doing all the things that they used to do. There's not... I, I don't know. I'd like to see the, the statistics on how many women are housemakers and how many are um, the crossover. So that would be a very interesting uh, thing to look up and, and to um, to know, because, as you know, there's all, you know, nowadays there's a mixed bag of all kinds. There's women that work and men that stay home, you know, yes. and all these things. And that's really great. I mean, I think that that we as society need to give that space to people however they want to again if nobody's hurting anybody however they right. want to raise their family and 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 have their dynamic or whatever that should be up to them right agree and that's yes. what i think i think that's what we're we're kind of you know walking on that bridge over um but again like you said it's not going to be really felt societally wise uh in our lifetime i know that for a fact right no i sadly i have to agree with you um but you know i mean i i i feel that people that that truly love this country they want to see us go to a better place where you know we don't have this you know um this this lust for war and and you know putting nonviolent criminals behind bars for you know petty petty things you know and and all for the sake of of you know making a profit and just disenfranchising 
you know, um, those who are not off- afforded the same opportunities as, you know, um, even just, you know, not even just the upper class, but even middle class, you know, are, it's just, we're, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. We've, I feel, we've I feel kind like of turned I'm, the I'm corner. To a, <laughs> I feel like I'm taking this down, down a, another corner that we don't need to, <laughs> we don't need to get on that highway. Right, but, right. Well, I'll definitely invite you for a different topic that we can kind of just spread <laughs> out all of our, you know, all of our uh, anguish and, and, uh, and not understanding about the world. We definitely have to have that. Um, as I'm doing these podcasts, I'm learning more. Um, and you've taught me so much today. Uh, I have one last question. Absolutely. Before we end our little podcast. Um, so, of course, this is an open-ended question as well. So, okay. number five, any advice for young women looking to embark in the same kind of journey as yours it doesn't have to be like you know the gas industry and all that but working being a mother um raising a family um things like that like do you have any advice for young women that might be uh, listening to us um that might resonate out there oh man there's so much advice i can give on this one i think there are certain there are certain uh, factors that that one needs to have in their life um surround yourself with people who are more successful than you that see something in you that believe in you and don't belittle you that is going to be the first step you know the the moment that you find yourself in a relationship in that be that a romantic relationship or a friendship where that person is constantly belittling you and trying to outdo you that that person is not in your corner they're waiting to see you fail if you're going to succeed you need to be surrounded with people that encourage you to take the next step to go further than where you than where you want to go because while it's great to believe in yourself um nobody is immune to being broken down by somebody else who you know you love and trust and and consider you know your your um you know comrade so to speak you know what i mean right um so always always surround yourself with people who are going to better you and push you to the next limit of greatness because that's what's going to at the end of the day that's what's going to help motivate you to get to where you want to be be passionate don't do anything halfway you know um if you have a dream or or a you know a passion see it to the very end you know um don't you know it's just if you love yourself and you love what you do um you know don't let the naysayers get you down um and at the end of the day just know that uh everything the the one thing that's the, the one thing that's constant is the change be flexible learn how learn to trust your right, instinct right, listen, yeah. listen to your gut um i feel these things uh really i mean those those things alone are why i've survived i mean if we're being real those things are why i've survived you know one of my very dearest friends you know was an ex an ex girlfriend of of a gentleman that i dated she, and she literally saved my life um not by you know uh feeding me toxic information about who i was with but by saving me when i literally needed saving um right. so that was my first step you know find find the friendships that are going to you know force you to see how much better you deserve and how much better you can work toward so right yeah i think i think that's pretty much it and you know always always be true to yourself you know it, it's not selfish 
to to do what's best for you because if you're doing what's best for you every everything else is going to fall into place the relationships you know they're going to see the quality of person you are and they're going to cherish you for that um and yeah that's yeah right that's what i, I got you, that's what i yeah, got again, <laughs> again i think you you know hit the nail on the head um great advice uh it's been so awesome talking to you today thank you so much for carving out some time to talk to your cousin about his little podcast but yeah no, it's been am, so fun I'm, just, I'm so uh i'm beyond words that you asked me i'm so grateful and i do hope that at some point in the future we could do this again because you know i mean you and i can go on all day <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> Oh um, yeah, we'll definitely. So I'll definitely invite you back um, for another awesome podcast and discussion because I think that the conversation doesn't stop with celebrities. It doesn't stop, you know, in one or two things. I think conversations like what we just had need to be everywhere, you know, and just put Absolutely. out in the world. So just like books, you know, people still need to write books. We still need to do these things to get information out to people that might not know about it or maybe we've you know brought something to the table that someone else could use and things like that so i'm just so grateful and happy that you could carve out some time today um as always this has been talking about talking with billy my special guest jennifer my cousin uh one of the great loves of my life and awesome woman so this will air on Aww. saturday at 7 p.m with spotify and anchor fm and other um podcast avenues so thank you so much again cousin and i hope you have a great rest of your day uh thank next you time. you're Until welcome next time. all right love you so much i love you too bye bye bye